Welcome to the Fan Bros, the show where the bros are fans. And welcome, internets, to a very special edition. It's a special delivery of Fan Fan Bros. Bros. The show where the bros are fans or something to that extent. That's right, DJ DJ Benjamin. Why is Kimson in the background talking right now is my question. How you doing out there, sir? I'm good, man. I'm eating up all your time, man. But uh, let's get right to it, man. What are we going to talk about today? Oh, well, you know, on the return of special delivery, we're going to talk about the best show on TV right now. I said it. No That's doubt. right. We're going to talk about True Detective, the new HBO crime drama series, I guess you would call it. Yep. Yep. Definitely, uh, like I said, I think right now the best show out on TV. No, there's no question about it. This is, um, and I'm so glad. I was just thinking about this. I'm so glad that it's not really up against anything right now. I even did not watch the Grammys last night on purpose because I'm so into this wow. show and I'm so not caring about all the glitz and the glamour of the Grammys right now. And I'm, I'm really feeling this show. And I, and it's like every week I'm trying to get that next installment so um that just lets you know how much of a fan i am a fan bro of true detective um yeah. why don't you uh give us a little rundown uh what you think about the episode last night well I, um before we do get into the episode you know i do definitely want to get right into it i have to say i did watch some of the grammys and uh shout out to kendrick lamar even though he got uh gaffled for best album or hip-hop album of the year his performance with imagine dragons was insane so shout out to him. All right. And other than that, Grammys, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, True Detective. I caught the replay at 11. This is episode three entitled The Locked Room. All right. Uh, I'm not Yeah, I'm not sure what they were referring to in that title. Do you know, got anything on that? Nah, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not too sure either. I'm wondering if it might relate to... Um, the church somehow i'm not sure i didn't really do too much uh head space on on the titles of these things i gotta say it's a pretty abstract show in terms of some of the logic and, and, and the references that they're they're going for um you know the 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 story is just evolving it's onion peels being peeled back and layers of of uh you know character and also layers of uh i guess detective work that are being you know revealed and we're getting to see this gothic southern style just kind of blossom episode after episode and so i'm not too i'm not sure about the symbolism on some of this stuff like i'm still caught up with the antlers and the crown and the king symbolism from the first two episodes trying to wrap my head around you know where all this is going so um not too sure about that title what about you ben what do you think Nah, I really have nothing. And the first episode was entitled The Long, Bright, Dark. And the second one is Seeing Things. So even The Locked Room doesn't really, you know, none of those three really make much to me. But I do have to say, like you said, the peeling of the onion is really going on. Because right now, um, up until this point, you've seen a lot more of Cole and his character. And just a little of how Marty has this like psychotic undertone himself. But in this episode, I think that really came to play. And I think um, not Matthew McConaughey, but Woody Harrelson got some of the best screen time for once this episode. You know, I totally agree. I think one thing is that we really got to see his character 
um, open up. You know, he, he really kind of broke down in front of his wife. But I also have to say, why is Woody the one getting all the ass? It's crazy how we are seeing Woody get all the women and Matthew McConaughey is just like this obsessive, compulsive alcoholic, you know, trapped in his own head and philosophy. And, you know, granted, he lost his daughter and all this stuff. But, man, this scheming Woody Harrelson character is just man he's just getting all the panani and i don't know what that's about man but uh i want i want cole to get you know at least a little love somewhere man but uh that was one thing that just really jumped out at me i was like geez but yeah definitely uh marty's character got more light than usual last night cole was more interested in the little girls than he was in the big girls so <laughs> that might have been something when there there was a look between him and Marty's daughters when Cole was at the house that was very unsettling. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, he lost his own daughter, so I think that's what we're looking at that he's he's kind of seeing his own daughter's, you know, demise or maybe what could be or maybe what he could have had, but you know, I don't know. I'm 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 on a, I'm on team Cole right now. I'm I'm really messing with this dude. He's got some of the best lines on television and I have to give it up to Matthew McConaughey one more time some of the the lines that he's been delivering you know if they were delivered by anybody else it would be basically laughable but he is just really <laughs> murdering these monologues especially in the interrogation scenes the, this this special this uh this last episode was was really great while they were watching this you know preacher give his sermon the first thing he says is, what do you think the IQ of this congregation is? I just <laughs> fell out on the floor. And he just goes into this whole monologue about the, you know, the nature of religion as this opiate, this projection of people who need you know, some sort of hand or, or voice, omnipresent voice to give them value. And I just was like, who is writing this stuff? This is the best stuff ever. See, we all got what I call a life trap. It's gene deep certainty that things will be different. That you'll move to another city and meet the people that'll be the friends for the rest of your life. That you'll fall in love and be fulfilled. Like in fulfillment. <laughs> and closure. Where the fuck those two fucking empty jars to hold this, this shit storm. Like nothing's ever fulfilled. Until the very end, and closure. No, 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 nothing is ever over. Yeah, well, shout out to Nick Pizzolato. Pizzolato. Butcher of Names is back in the fact. Yeah, Butcher of Names is in the house. DJ Ben Amin. Nick Pizzolato, who wrote every episode of this season and is the main creator behind True Detective. And also, yeah, of definitely. course, shout out to, you know, might as well butcher them both while I'm at it. Carrie Joji Fukunaga, yeah. who is all uh, the director of every episode. And, yeah, they've been yeah, doing a stellar job. I mean, I don't, I, I love Matthew McConaughey, but I won't say that any actor, other actor couldn't deliver this. I will say that it is some of the best writing. It's insane like Cole's various lines throughout the show in this episode when he got on Marty about denial was great what he said about love was great and then also you have Marty who like I say finally got some real airtime and like his lines about running over the um 
being the Wiley Coyote and running in scene 40. And he just like, if I just don't look down, you know, maybe things will work out. That was just one of the best little monologues in itself. Yeah, I give it to him. He was, you know, he was on, he was cr- teared up. And for somehow, for some reason, his wife took pity <laughs> on him and straddled him and loved him like never before. Apparently, all you have to do if you're a cheating man is just pretend that you're a wounded little puppy. Give some speech about being a roadrunner and you will get that booty. I, I, I don't know. I don't buy it. I'd love the juxtaposition between, you know, this guy who's got inner demons and Cole's character and then this other guy who's just this lion dude. And. You know, there's so many little different uh, uh, clues to their characters and how they talk to each other. And even the fact that Cole, like, you know, covers for his boy when the wife even confronts him. And he's like, I don't know nothing about it. You know, she's trying to find out if her husband's cheating. And Matthew McConaughey is just like, you know, whatever. That's not my business. And I just give him so much respect. So like I was saying, I think this is some of the best acting going on right now these interrogation scenes where he's literally holding the camera for a good five minutes and it is just amazing acting and um those are some of my favorite scenes right now i definitely love him too when he had a beer can last night and he was cutting it up to make the little figure that is another one where it seems that they're leading you to think that matthew mcconaughey is the killer because, you know, he's making the little figurines. There's figurines and artwork or whatnot left behind at the murder scenes. So, but then at the same time, like I said, in this episode, you really see how Marty, like you said that Cole has inner demons. And I more think that he his demons are on the outside, while Marty's demons are more on the inside. Because Cole is just outright with it. Like you said, the difference between me and you, Marty, is denial. Right, like, I, I don't de- I don't deny that I'm a bad man. I don't worry about being a bad man. Right, you know, right. Y- you're worried about those things. I just am one. Right, right. So right. it's so it's more Marty, you know, who has these inner demons that he can't deal with. Like he can't deal with the fact that his wife is one thing when he wants her to be another. Right, and you know that this young girl that he's knocking off, you know. He wants her to be one thing, and she's definitely something else. And that ended in, you know, the crazy violence in this episode where Marty gets all mad, goes to her house, and beats up her new boyfriend. Right, and, and I thought, yo, I, he kind of played himself. I was like, actually, I don't know if he'd actually do that, man. Like that, that No, I think that he would actually do that, but then, like, that's the point of Marty is, like, he'll play it. You saw it. Like, he realized halfway through it, oh, I've played myself. You know, and then he starts wimping out. Oh, I, I wouldn't have really done that, man. You know, whoop, whoop, whoop. But right. in reality, he might be capable of a lot worse. Like, right. what, what's going on with his daughters? Look, I can see 40. And it's like I'm that coyote, you know. The cartoons, like I'm running off a cliff. And if I don't look down... And keep running. I might be f- fine, but um, I think I'm all fucked up. You are. Yes, you are. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, that that was a nice little thing that dropped. It's like, you know, Marty, you got a family. You got a your daughters are drawing sex pictures and here you are cheating <laughs> on your wife. And like your daughters are thinking the same thing you are. I don't you know, I don't know. It was a weird. I love the show, man. There's so many connections. And then you got this incredible case that they're just peeling back. And, you know, you're meeting all these you know, uh, uh, characters from, you know, the bayou on down to like these open plains. I love the the aerial shots where they really I know I read an interview where they're really trying to use the uh, the nature of the, the land to be a character as well. And, you know, you have these really long helicopter shots where you see them driving through just fields of nothing and and uh, Ben, you were you're from that area, right? You know that area pretty well, or or yeah, definitely. And it reminds me of growing up down south in Houston because that's how like Houston doesn't look as much like that. Well, in certain areas, it probably still does. But back when I was growing up, that's definitely how Houston looked—just wide open, grassy, watery swampland everywhere you look. That's you know so. I definitely give a shout out to the cinematography in this show. It's probably some of the best since Breaking Bad. This show is really firing on all cylinders right now. Like the acting is top notch, the directing is top notch, the writing is, you know, right up there. Everything's rolling. I'm not mad they're taking off a week next week because of Super Bowl Sunday and whatnot. So we still have five more episodes. Some people say it's a little bit slow, but even in the slowness, they that's probably one of the good things about it is that it's taking its time to unveil everything. They're showing you the true drudgery of detective work where it's not just something that happens. Like, even in this episode, if not for Cole's diligence, this case would have been, you know, would have fallen apart. But because of Cole being the psycho all-nighter that he is, you know, he found another link. And now they're on to this serial killer. It looks like we're going to get a big shootout in the next episode. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm just loving where this is going. You know it's it's cascading to a big climax at some point, or you hope, you know, and you know they're going to have to pull out the guns. And then that last shot, you know, of the guy in the underwear with the mask on, I mean, you can't get more gothic southern, you know, dude in his underwear with, like, uh, the gas mask and, and just with junkyard trees you know weeping willows around him it was just like redneck horror fantasy craziness and and i'm just like loving where they where they go with this stuff the symbolism and um there's one thing that he said uh that that cole said and and um in one of the interrogation scenes where he says you know nothing is ever over and i really Mm -hmm. feel like that is the you know the the crux of the philo- first of all, his philosophy, but also the philosophy of this show, which is like there's always something to peel back. And no matter where we're hitting, you know, what, what I guess roadblocks or new clues pop up or twists and turns, there's always something right behind it. And I really felt like that was something that has me, you know, kind of wanting more. And it's definitely the thinking man's, like you said, you call it slow. I call it thinking man's television. It's like as opposed to like the reality TV or I mean, I know it's a different genre, but even even like detective shows or shows that are trying to be serious about stuff. It's not as lyrical as this show. I love the fact that the words in this show are so, you know, they they just really respect the words of this show. And even to the point where Marty's character is like, 
you know, I don't use all those $10 words like you do. <laughs> and I was just like that. I'm sure Marty represents mad people watching the show. Like, why is this shit? Why is this guy using all these words? And I just love it. I eat it up. You know, these are the kind of shows where it's like somebody who's writing this stuff is actually getting his words respected and, and you know, and being performed like at a really high level. So, you know, I'm I'm all into this show. Um, can't wait for the, you know, two weeks, man. I got to say, I don't got a dog in the Super Bowl, man. I wish they would give us a teaser next week or at least, I don't know, air an episode. But I feel you, you know, you want to get that uh, that audience. By the way, this show is getting tons of critical reviews. You know, like and good ratings I've seen too. Really, it it debuted really high, like one of their biggest shows. And I think what's great is that I'm not really following all the media press about it, but I'm loving the fact that the show is getting a lot of word of mouth. I know a lot of people talking about it. Nah, but uh, yeah, definitely much love to True Detective, the creators, everyone involved. A uh, big shout out to Shea Wigam. I probably butchered his name, but he played uh, the preacher last night. He's also the brother on hbo's other show boardwalk empire that's right he's nucky's brother yeah nucky's brother did a great job in the finale of boardwalk empire and definitely killed it for his little short role last night and the man in the gas mask is reggie ledoux that's the new that's the 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 Freak of the week is Reggie that, Ledoux. Yeah, definitely the freak so, of the week is Reggie Ledoux. Whoever's out there getting their freak on, you're getting your Reggie Ledoux on. That's a Halloween costume. I'm telling you, cats are going to oh, come Reggie man. Ledoux. Right. Uh, yo, you can you, pull it off, I'll I give it to you. Especially a lot of people are going to run with that one this Halloween, for real. Word. All right. Um, shout out to True Detective. Uh, there's a few other shows people are saying we need to review, so I'm gonna give a shout out to all the people who are asking about Vampire Diaries. Um, another one on Showtime, someone keeps blasting on me. I know a lot of people are saying that The Blacklist is also one of the best shows on TV right now, so I all gotta right. check that out when that all returns. Right. Yes. Uh, anything else, Jimson? Any yeah, other shows? I want to give a shout out. To? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, show I want to give a shout out to is Helix on Sci-Fi with a Y. There we go. Um, okay, Helix I've heard of that is, one. Helix is actually really an interesting show. It's it's kind of heating up right now. Um, first four episodes have aired. First three were kind of uh, the same note. Um, it's about these scientists who are battling a rampant virus in the North Pole on an Arctic base. Reminds you of The Thing, John Carpenter's The Thing, 1982 masterpiece. Yep. Um, but uh, it's actually really heating up, and I got to give it up, man. I, um, the creator uh, is a Middle Eastern cat who was writing at Harvard and pitched the idea to Sony. Wow. And uh, Linda Obst, who's a big uh, Sony uh, producer and a woman and who's super famous and all this stuff. I read her books. Uh, she dug the pitch and she asked him, who would you want to work with ideally? And he said, Ronald Moore from Battlestar Galactica and Ronald Moore jumped on, gave some, uh, some input and basically he got an exec producer credit. And uh, I don't know if he writes anything on the show. I think he gave some uh, overall, you know, points to the, the whole series, but, uh, I gotta say it's picking up and it stars Billy Campbell, the, uh, the mayor who was in the killing. Um, and, uh, I, it's, it's really interesting. I think they shoot it in, uh, Canada. It's got a lot of Canadian actors. Uh, they did kill the sister off last episode, so. Oh, spoiler alert. Yeah, sorry, guys. But, uh, yeah. you know, you guys can catch it on sci-fi.com. 
Uh, you know, they have all the episodes on there. It's actually really decent. I think there's a, a, a good, um, you know, entertaining sci-fi value uh, in a weekly series on that show. Um, definitely some interesting effects, too. So, um, you know, I give a shout out to uh, Helix. Everybody check it out. Yeah, I've definitely heard of that one. I heard, saw the previews for it and everything. I might have to go back and get on that. You know, you spoiled a little bit of it for me. I want to give a quick shout out to Nick's Kicks and MMA, who was definitely hitting up me and Tatiana King on Twitter and told us to check out Banshee and was really hyped about it. You've seen that? I haven't watched it. I've heard a lot of people talking about it. There's so many shows that are kind of similar. I thought Banshee was kind of similar to Justified, so I was kind of like... You know, I, uh, I have to somehow filter, and to be honest, when it's too many people, not enough diversity, I kind of lose it. Chico Leo's always shouting out Sleepy Hollow because of the diversity, and it's a network show, yep. so I'm definitely jumping on that. Uh, yeah, I think that's about it, Kimson. Thank you for joining me this week for this special delivery of Fan Bros Show. Uh, send in your request. Let us know what else you want us to review on this. We'll be back next week with another one. Even though we got Super Bowl Sunday, we'll see what else pops off. I'm sure there might be some premieres, anything after the Super Bowl. We'll check it out, get back to you. Once again, shout out Kendrick Lamar on your performance. Shout out to the rest of the Grammys. Oh, that was some teeth sucking there. Yeah. Oh, come on, man. I mean, I, I get it, but you, what do you expect from the Grammys, man? We could do a whole special delivery on the Grammys and how non-fan bro the Grammy <laughs> is these days. Um, although I have to say, you know, the the best performance of the night was Daft Punk with uh, Stevie Wonder. Uh, Google that, y'all. It was actually really dope, and I'm See? glad that these guys who know what they're doing brought back uh, you know, mu real music with real musicians. Dudes have been doing it for 40 years and been killing the game, and, and good music never dies. So, you know, all this political kind of jockeying for best rapper, leave all that alone, pick up a guitar, play a lick, learn how to play. Uh, all right. Yeah. Wow. I was just going to shout out Beyonce and Jay-Z, but, you know, you got all deep on them. Yeah, man, I, I got to get all old man on it. I'm an old man hip-hop about it, old man rock and roll. But, Shout out uh, to everybody at the Grammys anyway. last night. Shout out True Detective. Once again, this has been Fan Bro Show Special Delivery. Let us know in the comments what you want to hear. Hit us on Twitter, at DJ Ben Amin, at Kimsonian, at Fan Bro Show. Shout out to my boy, at Illoyc, who says he doesn't get enough shout outs. So there you go, bruh. And with that... Peace, love, and hair grease or something to that extent. Yeah, I don't know. I need a better finish than that. <laughs>